Hello and welcome to the 89th episode of the iRace We Gamble podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Crum, and I am joined again by Josh Seimer. Crum, we had a little bit of a fall hiatus there. My kid going back to school, you had a trip, we had the NFL kicking off. It has been a busy, busy few months, uh, but it's good to be back. Yeah, it, it has been some time off. I've been both enjoying and hating football season uh, as Bills fan because we've got some injuries that I've hated to see and some wins that I've loved to see. But that's that sounds like the end. I think um, think you can kind of relate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we'll get into episode eighty nine here. But first, uh, do you want to mention some of the latest news going on? Even if we haven't been around for a little bit. Uh, Kyle Larson was driving an Indy car today, basically doing like a proving ground test so that he can enter the 2024 Indy 500 and do the double next year. So, um, he had some press comments on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck. Um, and you can, you can check him out online. Uh, thought it was interesting to hear his comments about like what it was like to drive an Indy car kind of higher speed than nascar um and then a already rumored and kind of known move carson hosvar going to the 77 next year for spire um got officially announced and he did it in the coolest way possible he released a t-shirt that's of an old uh video game made by the same team that makes iRacing racing because he does a lot of iRacing. racing and it's called dirt to daytona and it has his dirt car and then his truck and then his like Xfinity car and then his uh, cup ride um, that he's going to be in next year kind of is like an homage to the video games because um, he's been playing a lot of them. And the really cool thing that I the reason I bought that shirt is because I remembered, oh, that's right. During the pandemic, when I was like talking to some of the streamers for iRacing and stuff, I managed to get in an Among Us game like because everybody that was so popular in the pandemic, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carson Hosevar was in that game. So I've played Among Us with a cup series driver next year. Nice. Just the craziest, craziest things. Um, speaking of iRacing, uh, also been enjoying that. Uh, d- enjoyed the Charlotte Roval a lot more than I thought I would when that came up in the schedule. Um, so that was cool. I enjoyed that. That helped improve my uh, I rating in uh, the road courses. Um, and then my oval I rating dipped a little bit and then has come back up above 3K, just kind of fluctuates based on the track. Still having fun with iRacing. Um, there's been a lot of races that we're not going to recap, but um, Darlington, we saw Larson win. Kansas, there was a lot of flat tires in the 45 one. Uh, Bristol, uh, Denny Hamlin won and made everybody mad by saying he beat your favorite driver. Uh, Texas, uh, Bubba almost won, but... Uh, the 24 of Byron got the win because um, Bubba and Larson made contact on a restart. Or maybe they didn't make contact. I think it was just air off the 23 pulled the Larson around. So he had a trouble troubling race at Texas. Um, Talladega, we got Blaney with a win there. Kind of one of the favorites at Talladega. And then uh, we just had the Charlotte road course where Almendinger got his, got his win. Maybe his final cup win based on the rumors of his sort of departure from the cup series potentially and going down to the Xfinity series next year. So 
That's what's been going on, Josh. I don't know. I know we've talked about football a little bit. How much of any of these races did you actually get a chance to to check out? Uh, any highlights or anything? Anything that stood out to you? I guess maybe. I've seen just a bit of highlights that have been coming through my Instagram feed. Um, I don't know how much we've talked about this on the podcast, but once football season hits it really truly does get all of my attention yeah um i am i am invested into the nfl the way that you are invested into nascar mm-hmm. um i actually my coworker last week said i think you missed your calling and you shouldn't you shouldn't be a painter you should be on one of these huge like espn podcasts or something mm-hmm. talking about football yeah. He goes, I don't think there's a single player in the NFL that you don't know about or haven't heard about. Or have an opinion about. <laughs> it's getting pretty close to that point, actually. Yeah. Um, so that definitely takes up a lot of my attention. Certainly takes my gambling focus toward it. I have dabbled on a few lineups um, for these races on FanDuel. Um kind of a mixed bag if i were to just ballpark i'd say i'm just exactly even no real big wins just a couple two three x's here and there um i do remember the the bubba uh byron and larson yeah i think bubba just i i remember right bubba just kind of crossed him over a little bit in the corner and larson just lost the back end of the car Mm -hmm because of it i don't i don't remember any contact just like you said yeah i i think um it actually i remember now i think i made a comment online that uh it looked very similar to blaney and kyle bush at michigan if you recall that incident where blaney was to his outside and it just kind of the eight car just spun underneath them so it was almost identical to that there wasn't contact but that's how it happened um and also this race Kyle Busch also totally spun out on his own in the sa- in that same turn. So, like, clearly the cars were super on edge in the entry to one. So I think any kind of, like, disturbance of the air around the car when the, it's, it's at its, like, you know, maximum in terms of being able to hold on to the track, that's what ends up happening. So I also feel like I remember an absolutely elite... Um quote from Blaney after Talladega. <laughs> Do you want me to say it or are you going to pull it up? <laughs> if you remember it, you can say it. All right. Uh, the winner of the Kentucky Derby doesn't beat his horse after the race. Yes, because he didn't do any burnouts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was originally attributed to an, an older, I think, mechanic or crew chief from back in the day, Dale Inman. So he heard that from Dale Inman. And when reporters asked him, like, hey, you did a burnout this time. That's out of the ordinary. Why don't you normally do burnouts? He was like, well, Dale Inman told me you don't see the winner of the Kentucky Derby get out of or get off his horse and beat it after kicked the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I saw that quote pop up, I absolutely immediately went and shared it with my wife. <laughs> it was a good one. Um, Blaney, Blaney is fun to root for. The only, I mean, it sucks because like Kyle Busch hates racing around him. Like he never races him very 
politely. Not that anyone races politely these days, but um, I wish that he didn't hate him so much because then I would like him a lot more. But whatever. But he's fun. He's a fun guy. Um, playoff storylines. I, I kind of wrote a bunch of these down. Uh, I think the the interesting one, the interesting ones to me are the the three drivers who seem to be the fastest, but in different ways. So I've got the 20 car listed as the fastest car if there weren't any pit stops, because I think he's won like four poles in the playoffs and hasn't won a race. Um, he did it. He was he could have won at the Roval, too, but didn't pull it off. Uh, and then you got Kyle Larson, who's the fastest car if he's in first. So he either wrecks or he stays in first. Um, as we saw at Texas, he wrecked. As we saw at Darlington, he held on to the lead. And then uh, Denny Hamlin is the fastest car in the race, usually, but he also annoys everyone the most. So he's liable to get into an incident with someone else. That's that's what I've seen so far, these playoffs. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, I do appreciate that you just kind of glossed over the Roval quickly on your recap because that was just an absolute terrible day in sports for the two of us. It was terrible. I It sucked. The eight car was eliminated. The one car was eliminated. Kyle Busch was basically just sitting there looking at the first place the entire race but couldn't get there. Um, didn't hold on to the lead when he had it the one chance after the last pit stop of the day. Like He had the lead on one of the restarts, wasn't able to hold on, and then just never got it back. So sucks that Kyle Busch didn't clutch it, and yeah, we won't even get into the football that day. Don't need to. <laughs> yeah, that was what, the Bills lost in London, and then the Cowboys just never got off the bus against the 49ers? That sounds about right. Yeah, it's accurate. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it was a it was a full day too because the London in the morning and then you got Sunday night football then you got the race in between it was just and if like I'm I'm not a very loyal fan in F1 but like right now I'm like oh I kind of want the Mercedes to do well especially since they've fallen off I want them to improve again there was a uh, the Qatar Grand Prix I think was uh, in between all of those things which at the start of that race Lewis Hamilton crashed into George Russell. So it was just, I, I couldn't even get a win in F1. I was just like, are you kidding me? Um, I didn't see any of that race, but I got a funny feeling I could tell you who won. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> was it Verstappen? It was. Max oh, Verstappen. Again. Uh, he oh, officially okay. uh, took took home the title. Um, he has enough points that he's he's clinched it, so... Uh, yeah, he's your champion, and also, uh, he didn't win a couple weeks ago. Uh, I can't remember, I think it was in Singapore. Uh, Carlos Sainz won, so 13 straight Verstappen wins, Carlos Sainz, then back to Verstappen. All right, uh, 2024 schedule came out. There's some good things, there's some bad things. I think the main thing that sucks is Watkins Glen is now in September during Bill's season, during school season. Not during summer camping season. Figure it out, guys. Um, there's another Olympic break back. They're still going back to Chicago, so that's cool. I like that. Any Anything on here jump out to you, Josh, that you really like about the schedule? Oh, man, I completely forgot about the Olympics in Paris. Yeah. And that would make sense because they're going to have to take that break because NBC does the coverage. Yep. 
Um, I thought I was going to be hyped about the idea of Watkins as a playoff uh, road course. But then I started looking at my schedule and how life kind of shapes out. And we're recording for the first time since the end of August right now. Which yeah, is weird. probably about all you need to hear about how September typically goes. Exactly. <laughs> In western New York, anyway. Um, yeah. We also, you know, I think you can make an argument for better weather, but last week I had to put my air conditioners back in all the windows in my home. And then this week, the heat has been on for the last four days. Yep. So you could have August 85 degree weather. You could have November, like high of 52 degree weather, or you could get normal fall where it's like 72 and sunny. Yeah. It's a very, Topsy tur. The only thing is usually a little less rain than the spring. Yeah. But we had such a wet year this year that the summer and the fall have been quite wet, really. Um, you do kind of get away from those summer thunderstorms a bit, but I think just just with the scheduling part of it is kind of a bummer. And then the second thing that's also a little bit of a bummer is if we get a playoff race, like what we saw when we were at Watkins, that just sucks. Yeah. And I mean, it won't be exactly the same because I'm guessing they're going to reintroduce the stage cautions since they brought them back at the Roval, which is another just dumb thing. Um, so it'll be a different race for that reason, but I, I, I need the racing to be better. I don't need the restarts to happen more often. Um, so you know, I, hopefully they do some things. It sounds like there's some ideas around the tires, uh, using like grooved tires so that the tires flex more and wear out more. Um, that's been something that was floated around uh, while we've been, been away. So I'm hoping something like that can come along where the car doesn't need to change so much because I think NASCAR is really hesitant to make changes to this car because it means supply chain changes. It means cost changes. It means like it's just the way that NASCAR has set up this car, it's, it's made it very difficult for themselves to make changes to it. Um, so I hope that they can find a good solution with tires and that the racing is better next year. But I, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Um, and Watkins Glen has been like a sellout for seven, six years in a row. Doubtful, at least camping wise, you're not going to see the same crowd in September. Too many people with kids in school and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. For a race on Sunday in a tiny little town like Watkins Glen, where there's only two roads out of the racetrack, uh, yeah. yeah, I would not be surprised if that ends up being a one and done. Yeah, I hope it is. I mean, I, it's cool that it's in the playoffs. Like that part of it is cool, but like the timing is just not good. So we'll see um hopefully they switch that up next year and also hopefully they switch it away from kansas or i'm sorry phoenix for the championship race like it's been there for four years it's not good racing at phoenix it's like go to a different place homestead's much better you could do vegas vegas would be a cool championship race i think too um so yeah uh, round of eight schedule that we're looking ahead to here we got vegas like i just mentioned uh then we're going to homestead which i just mentioned <laughs> And then Martinsville, which Martinsville would also be a cool finale, but 
I think it'd be hard to uh, to make that trip in November to Virginia. It's already a little sketchy late October, so uh, maybe it would be fine. It's only one week later, I guess. But uh, yeah, this week's Vegas. So we have Vegas this weekend, 267 laps, 80 laps in the first stage, 85 in the second stage, and then 102 to end it. Uh, eight sets of tires, but I don't think tires are really going to be that much of an issue here. Um, they weren't in the spring, I don't think. So uh, expect, you know, 40 to 50 laps between pit stops, basically, and a pretty st- straightforward race. Um, I think. The favorites, and I don't mind that this is before we draft because I think it's obvious the favorites are going to be the five and the 11, maybe the 24. There's those were the guys that were fast here earlier in the year. They've been fast all playoffs. So those are the guys carrying the most speed, I think, right now. Now, if you want to get Vegas specific, I'm sure there's some other things you can do. But um, yeah, I don't, anything else you want to add before we get into the draft? I don't think so. I think that pretty much covers it. The five, I mean, the five and the 11 combined have led 35% of the laps here in the last seven races. So, <laughs> yeah, they're the fast guys. Also, Bell, I guess, is fast, but he's inconsistent, more inconsistent than those three. So, we'll see. Uh, plus, they have to make pit stops. Um, do you have any idea which one of us goes first? Because I don't. <laughs> I do. It is me. All right. And I, I didn't even, wasn't even looking at prices when I said that, but the 5, the 11, and the 24 are the top three in price. So that makes sense. Yeah, that tracks. All right. Um, based on what we were just talking about, I'm just going to make it easy. I'm going to go five lock. Can't argue with it. Can't argue with it. Uh, he is the most expensive at 14,000. 14, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to guess that. I'm going to guess that saving that $500 to go down to Denny is not really going to affect how this plays out for me. Probably not. Um, I think I have to take Hamlin because not that you would double up with the two most expensive, but I just don't want you to have that option. Um, plus again, he's going to be fast, so it's not a bad pick either way. Um, just take him off the board, go best available kind of thing. Um, and then I think I don't want a ton of Toyota share because I, I really do think like the 20 and the 45 keep still having weird pit stop issues. Truex has been weirdly slow. Like, we didn't talk about him at all, and that's because his best finish in the playoffs is 17th. But somehow he's made it to the round of eight because he was good in the regular season. So he he's just, like, coasting, and I don't know if he's going to be able to turn it on here in the round of eight. Um, so I want to go down. I, you know what? I'll take Chris Busher because he's stayed alive this long and seems like he's really shown a lot of good consistency based on making it this far. So I'll go Denny and then Busher. Uh, Busher doesn't quite qualify for by low. He's 9,500. Uh, so can't take him there, but I will take him in my lineup. All right. Can't say anything negative about any of those picks. 
Um, I am going to take Busher's teammate because it seems like I see the two of them running together up near the front quite often. Um, so if Busher's going to get there, I think Kozlowski's going to be up there too. Uh, he's 9,000, and then I will also take my buy low. He's got two wins here in the last seven races. Um, priced down because of performance recently, but I'm going to take the 22 of Logano as my buy low. Yeah, that's a good pick. Like, is he in the playoffs? No. Does it matter? Probably not. <laughs> He's he's too cheap to to leave on the board, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing him in the seven thousand dollar range is wild. Yeah. Um, I do like his teammate Blaney, but he's eleven thousand. That's much higher, but he's in the playoffs, so he's got a little bit more to fight for. Um, I'm actually going to take another guy that's not in the playoffs, though. Uh, someone who, from what I recall, is typically run top five here anytime. I've watched recently. That's Ross Chastain in the one, and he'll be my buy low at 8,200. I I want him to be a little bit cheaper, but I, I feel like he's still affordable at that price. Um, does mean I still have to go probably a little bit lower in price um, or stay right at that like same marker around Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs. Who I like Bubba here too. He's been really good on the mile and a half. Um, I don't like Kyle Busch after being eliminated. I don't like Chase Elliott very much here anyway. Um, so yeah, let me. I'll go Bubba. Actually, how much would that leave me with? Leaves me with ten thousand left over. Yeah, I think that just gives me options. I'll stick with the Bubba pick. All right. Chastain and Bubba. All right. So I got to round my lineup out. Here I've got an average of 9,600 remaining. You had an average of 9,400. So we're both right in the same ballpark here. I am going to go up and I am going to scoop the 19 at Truex. So I'll have two of the guys still alive in the playoffs. That gets me my Toyota share, which I feel obligated to take. Yeah. Got to get one of them. And how do I want to round it out? You know what? I'm going to just round it out by being a homer. Give me the four of Harvick also. Nice. Hopefully he fastens his windshield properly. <laughs> so you have been paying attention. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. This is really tough now because, like, I feel like I should have more playoff drivers in my lineup. I I have two. I guess there's only eight, and so and they're all really high priced. So maybe it's not that off, but. It feels like I'm scraping the barrel now, maybe. Um, I guess I feel like 
the other potential front runner, like Bowman has won here, I believe. He got kind of lucky with some pit strategy, but um, he did, I think, get a win here. And if Hendrick is running well, I could see him getting a top 10. He's only 7,500. Um, I'd go Gibbs, but I already have two Toyotas. Your pick of Logano looks really good right now because that's who I feel like I want to add. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at the list. Uh, he just jumped out to me way too much at that price. Yeah. Especially fun. with two wins here. Yeah. I think Suarez is another decent option if the track house cars are fast. They should both be in the top ten. Um, but I'll I'll go to Bowman at seventy five hundred to round out my lineup. Um I feel like we left a lot available in the middle of this board, but uh yeah, that's the only thing that really fits into the rest of this lineup. Well, that's the way that it goes when we both start off with the top two price drivers, right? Yeah. So guys you missed is going to be a real alternate lineup. Um, I feel like we should just fill it out with like playoff guys. Although that's really expensive. So maybe we can only afford three. I think we definitely got to have the 24 in. Yeah, that's good. Good point. He's, he's the strongest of everyone we didn't pick. Throw the 99 on there. Yeah, I like that. I would maybe argue Gibbs and then two other playoff guys, if that fits. Let's see. I'm good with Gibbs for sure. We've got 11,100 per per, uh, driver left. Hmm. I would want to go Blaney, but that limits maybe then it's either Kyle Busch or Chase Elliott. But yeah, we can't, we can't get two playoff guys in here, just one. I think, I think I'd be okay with Blaney and Chase. Okay. So we've covered all the Hendrick drivers at this point. Mile and a half, why not? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, And actually, the nine car is in the uh, owner's playoffs, and the 19 car is not, which doesn't really matter to the drivers very much, but it does matter to the owners because that's how they get a large portion of the money. So the nine car is still battling for a playoff like I don't know how to call it a playoff uh stake he has a stake in the playoffs that he cares about so it's not like they're just you know looking for ways to help their teammates at this point yeah, all right I think uh I think Rick would be very happy to see all four of his cars in the top 10 yeah uh I think uh I didn't mention it, or maybe I did, but 11 is my lock as well. Kind of out of necessity. I didn't make a note of it, but I kind of just assumed that he would be your lock. Right. 
All right. Are they, uh, is the Vegas weather Vegas weather? The Vegas weather is Vegas weather. 87 and sunny with 0% chance of rain. Perfect. <laughs> and hey, the, the <laughs> Bills. They'll be racing. Yeah, Bills play Sunday night football, so don't have to simulcast the race and Bills game at the same time again this week, which is the only positive of last week's game and race were that I could fully be depressed completely by both of them individually. I didn't have to do it at the same time. Great. This this week, uh, you'll still be a little bit upset if Kyle Busch looks good and then somehow finds a way to screw it up at the end, but yeah, at least it won't be to to be eliminated right yeah and now it's just gravy if he gets any kind of win after this i'm not expecting anything the rest of the season from them all right so that 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 about does it so uh happy to have ourselves back in your feed if you're listening and uh we'll catch you sometime in the future if not next week